Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What's up? It is eSports Live on Draft Day. Sam, we finally made it. The NFL Draft is upon us tonight. At 7 p.m. Central Time, the Titans currently uh, slated to pick 11th overall in the 2023 NFL Draft. Zach Bingham and Jake Evans are both in the air, or at least should be in the air at this point, headed to Kansas City for more draft coverage on site there in uh, Kansas City where they're hosting the 2023 NFL Draft. And Sam, you and I will be holding down the fort here. More on that later on and what we've got planned for you guys Tonight for NFL draft coverage, we will be live throughout the first round uh, when the Titans are selecting to react with all of you guys after we've been talking about the drama around the NFL draft this year with new GM Rand Carthon uh, for months and months now. So, Sam, there was a new report yesterday that came out from ESPN's Diana Rossini, who is in Nashville to cover the NFL draft, at least for tonight. And so we'll get to that and to see what we think about that and how we think it might change our predictions or our feelings on the NFL draft. But we got a lot to get to. We're going to ask you guys, what is your best case scenario for the Titans tonight? And we're going to get our official predictions on who we think the Titans will select tonight in the first round of the NFL draft. And then it is the magic bucket. So we'll just throw that on the end of it. We'll see how it goes. But Sam, welcome in. Let's get this thing rolling. Welcome in. Yeah, we made it finally, right? We've been talking about this for weeks and weeks and weeks. And finally, tonight, we will have some answers about what the Tennessee Titans are doing in the first round of the NFL draft and what other teams around the league will be doing. Like we're at the point, Austin, like the speculation. I'm just like, it's tired now. Like, give me some names. Give me Roger Goodell walking across the stage in KC and give me uh, some new players in two-tone blue to start talking about and covering as we get uh, throughout the rest of this offseason and into mini camp. So before we get going on a draft day, make sure you share the show. Today is as good of a day as any, but maybe better than most to share the show and make sure any Titans fan friend in your life is involved with A to Z Sports this morning. Make sure that they are uh, joining us later today as well. But Hit the uh, share button on Facebook. Send the YouTube link in a group chat. Retweet us at A to Z Sports. However it is that you consume our show, make sure you're sending it somebody else's way so that they do that as well. That's the best way to support and best way to grow the A to Z Sports family on a draft day. Yep, let's do it officially. Welcome into A to Z Sports Powered. By the Bet MGM app, I'm Austin Stanley. He is Sam Phelan, our Titans reporter at A to Z Sports.com. We are A to Z Sports Nashville, your on demand sports talk network here in town. And we go live every weekday morning at 8 Central Time on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Links to the show segment by segment always on our Twitter timeline at A to Z Sports. And also hit us up on Instagram and TikTok for more great Titans coverage. Got to thank our sponsors because they make it all happen uh, for us and they make uh, life work for you guys too, because Wilson County Hyundai, they can help you out with your new car buying process. So go see them in Lebanon or check them out at Wilson County 
TheBoneAndJointInstitute.com, the Bone and Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. Farm your health plans, get better with Farm Your Health Plans. That means better coverage rates and service. Learn more about a health plan for you at fbhp.com slash ATOZ. And a new sponsor right now, Aura, uh, who is all about keeping you safe from the dark web. You can use our link, aura.com slash ATOZ. That's A-U-R-A.com slash ATOZ for a two-week free trial to see how many data brokers are sharing your information. So uh, real quick, off the top, Kenneth says uh, no mock draft this year, Austin. And I see somebody else booed us for not having the mock draft simulator. I'm trying to see if I can find that comment from uh, earlier on in the show. But look, I think this, yeah, here, Robert, Robert brings this up. Boo, where's the mock draft simulator? So I thought about that, right? And I talked about this yesterday during our shade is that I have yet to do a mock draft simulation, uh, Sam, this draft season, which is very odd for me. Usually I have dozens of mock drafts. I love a mock draft simulator. (laughs) I do too. But here's the problem with this Titan situation. It doesn't matter because there are so many like variables and fluctuations of things that can happen on if the Titans can move up to three. Like it, a simulation doesn't matter because we can choose to trade up for three regardless and take whoever we want. And it's not going to be any productive type of uh, uh, exercise. So no mock draft simulator this year here on the show in the morning, but that's okay. Uh, I mean, but. It is a fascinating draft because you've seen uh, you see a lot of outlets do sort of like a, a mock draft amongst multiple writers or people on writing staff, which we did here at A to Z Sports. Yeah. We put out our first uh, kind of like collective NFL mock draft, which each with each member of our writing staff representing a different team or two teams and kind of operating as you feel as if the team would. And I was responsible for the Titans. And Austin, I got to tell you, I, I did not see what happened in that mock draft coming at all. Like, it, it was not <laughs> my plan to, to go. So go check that out if you want to find out what the Titans did in that one. But I had to react to what happened in front of me. And then, you know, after doing so, react to uh, what happened in the meantime. And I got myself into a very weird spot where I was like, yeah. Here, here we are. Like I, I get so yeah. Go check out the A to Z Sports mock draft and see uh, the write ups from all of our writers on what we did. But it speaks to your point that like this is very unpredictable for the Titans and for a lot of other teams in the draft this year about like trying to estimate where they will be is very difficult when you don't have a good sense on really even like the number two pick in the draft and what happens there, which kind of dictates everything else. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, I'm going to grab the link and add that to the chat um, for uh, our A to Z full team mock draft. Now, don't click on it if it's going to take you away from the show because we don't want you to miss out on anything. Uh, Good morning, Brock, and uh, Merry Christmas to you uh, as well. So let's set the stage for what we got coming up uh, tonight that's starting for the NFL Draft weekend. We have six selections as of right now to watch for the Tennessee Titans in Rand Carthon's first NFL Draft. Uh, of as an NFL GM, obviously we know currently picking 11th tonight, having the second round pick of 41 overall and the third round pick at 72 overall on Friday night. And then rounds four through seven, only having three selections. There's no fourth round pick. The Titans traded that away with the Julio Jones trade a couple years ago. Uh, so that is where they do not have a fourth round pick. And so they have three picks on Saturday and Sam, We have a lot of coverage uh, to show you guys. So tonight and Friday night, we will have our NFL 
draft live special. So it'll be Sam, me, and our guy Jack Gentry of the Tighten Up Podcast. We'll be live reacting to all the things with the first round tonight. We'll be live for the second round and the third round on Friday night. We've got some great sponsors a part of it. Hopefully we'll be fed by one of our sponsors. Uh, and so we're going to have a great time uh, tonight and Friday night with you, me, and Jack talking about the Titans pick. And so here's what we plan to do. We plan, because of all the variables that we just kind of talked about, on going live right as the Carolina Panthers pick is, is announced. And then we're going to go live so we get to see what the heck the Texans are going to do at number two. And then we'll be ready if the Titans trade up to number three. We'll already be live and you guys will be right there with us. If the Titans stay at 11, then we'll, we'll, we'll walk through that. We'll be live. If the Titans trade back, then we'll adapt and we'll uh, we'll take a quick break and then come back when they if they trade back. So we're ready for all those types of scenarios. Sam, are you ready for a long, long weekend of NFL draft coverage? I'm ready. I'm very ready. I, I mean, it, it's long, you know, it can, it can be uh, tiring at times, but I mean, this is the NFL draft. This is like, uh, this is as good as it gets for NFL offseason stuff. A lot of hope for every, um, you know, team and fan base. And yeah, I mean, I'm fired up. I'm excited to talk Titans. And I remember Austin, you know, one of the first ever uh, A to Z sports coverages that I, I saw and got familiar with A to Z sports was uh, your reaction to the AJ Brown trade on draft night this time last year. And yeah. so uh, I know how uh, exciting and unexpected these things can get. And I I'm ready to break it all down because uh, regardless of what the Titans do, I think people are going to feel pretty strongly one way or another. I mean, there is a lot of buzz around this team and what they do. And I feel like that's for good reason because they're up to something. We just mm -hmm. have to figure out what it is. All right. So, that being said, we had a report come out yesterday from ESPN's Diana Rossini, who is currently in Nashville and was doing this report from St. Thomas Sports Park in the facility after sitting down with Rand Carthon. Uh, and uh, she uh, got things a little spicy on a Wednesday afternoon drafty. Field, I sat with Titans new GM Rand Carthon in his office to go over the mood of the building on draft eve, as well as try to get more information as to what they are going to do with that pick at 11. And he told me they're really calm, they're prepared. In fact, head coach Mike Vrabel and him sat together for two hours and they set their draft board. They are ready to go for Thursday night. So what are they going to do with their pick at 11? Carthon tells me they're open to everything. They're willing to move out. They're willing to stay. They're also willing to move up. In fact, I spoke to some sources around the league, teams like the Arizona Cardinals, who have taken calls from the Tennessee Titans about perhaps trading up. Now, the player they're going for, Carthon wouldn't tell me what they're doing, but my sense is the Tennessee Titans have their eyes on a quarterback, and they're going to do everything they can to go get him. That's some strong stuff there. I mean, everything they can to go get them is her understanding. That is, uh, yeah, I mean, that's about as, as strong of a statement as you can get from somebody who is, you know, probably moments after, like, that's moments after she's speaking with Rand in his office. So, I mean, yeah. like, that's, uh, yeah, very, very interesting stuff from Diana Rossini. Strong words, and Chris Stress says she's typically on point two. She's very uh, plugged in with the organization and she, uh, yeah, she does the Titans better than a lot, yeah. better than most. I don't know if, uh, 
the Titans were thrilled with what she said yesterday <laughs> on, on live TV right there. But so Sam, let's use that. Let's we'll replay that here in a second, but ask you guys, what is your best case scenario for the Titans in the first round? What is your best case scenario for the Tennessee Titans in the first round tonight? We'll replay that Diana report uh, to react off of that in full and get your opinions in here, uh, here in a second. So what is your best case scenario for the Titans tonight in the first round of the draft? But I'm going to tell you guys about a best case scenario you can take with your health coverage. That's Farm Bureau Health Plans for health, dental, and vision. Farm Bureau Health Plans is where to go. They've been serving Tennesseans for now over 75 years uh, and they can help you with whatever your situation might be, whether you have your health coverage through an employer, but maybe you got a couple holes in there that you'd like to fill and be good with vision or dental. Uh, maybe you're an independent contractor, you're an entrepreneur, you're self-employed, and you're out there looking at the marketplace like, man, they're gouging me for some bad coverage. That's a situation that a lot of people run in. Well, Farm Bureau Health Plans specializes in helping you guys out with that as well. So check them out, fbhp.com slash A-T-O-Z. That's Farm Bureau Health Plans, fbhp.com slash A-T-O-Z. Today's show is powered by BetMGM, the king of sports books, and they have a first bet offer where you can get up to $1,000 back in bonus bets. If your first bet doesn't win, all you have to do is sign up using that bonus code on your screen, A-T-O-Z Sports. So this NFL draft season, uh, I love betting on player props and where guys are going to go or trying to figure out how I can turn my mock draft into some money, turn it mm. into some profit. So do it with BetMGM and use that sign-up code. That's A-T-O-Z Sports and get up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. All right, so we're about to get to all of your uh, answers. We're asking the question, what is your best case scenario for the Titans tonight in the first round? We will ask you later for your prediction. This is not your prediction. This is not predicting what you think the Titans will do. This is your opinions, your wants, your needs for the Titans. What is the best case scenario for the Titans tonight in the first round? Let's go back to Diana Rossini one more time on what she reported from Nashville yesterday. Field eyes that with Titans new GM Rand Carthon in his office to go over the mood of the building on draft eve, as well as try to get more information as to what they are going to do with that pick at 11. And he told me they're really calm, they're prepared, in fact, Head coach Mike Vrabel and him sat together for two hours and they set their draft board. They are ready to go for Thursday night. So what are they going to do with their pick at 11? Carthon tells me they're open to everything. They're willing to move out. They're willing to stay. They're also willing to move up. In fact, I spoke to some sources around the league, teams like the Arizona Cardinals, who have taken calls from the Tennessee Titans about perhaps trading up. Now, the player they're going for, Carthon wouldn't tell me what they're doing, but my sense is the Tennessee Titans have their eyes on a quarterback and they're going to do everything they can to go get him. So there's right. Diana Rossini. So uh, Sam, I'm going to send you to the chat. If you remember, I believe it was April 2nd when Buck Rising reported at AtoZsports.com that he had also heard that the Titans had called the Arizona Cardinals uh, about the third overall pick. So Sam, what's the chat saying? on the best case scenario for the Titans tonight in the first round. What is your best case scenario for the Titans in the first round? Robert says Stroud at 11. Frankie says uh, he has been okay, saying. Let, let's go. All right, all right. Stroud at 11. Like, would that be an incredible scenario? Yes. It would but... be. <laughs> I mean, it would be a stroke of luck and a miracle if he was there at 11. 
I, I don't mean I don't disagree, but why not go all the way and say, oh, Bryce Young, Bryce Young at eleven, best case, case yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, let's see. We have JSN from Frankie says he's been on Jackson Smith and Jigba day one. John says Stroud falls to eleven. Ramon says picking a tackle uh, at eleven. Joey says CJ Stroud. So not sure what number, but he just wants CJ Stroud as his quarterback. Uh, Matt says best case scenario is JSN at 11. Mr. Jones says drafting Hendon Hooker. Clayton Smith says Stroud. Uh, Matthew Hall says Stroud at 11. Jay says stay at 11. Don't trade either way. Uh, Jeff says trading up to three and taking your franchise QB is the best case scenario. Tighten up says JSN. Trade up to three. Ken makes a joke here. Says Tannehill traded away is Look, the best case scenario. Maybe that's not a joke. I think that's. I, I think some people's best case scenario of the Titans fan base is to have Ryan Tannehill be elsewhere on May first, which is Monday. Especially because it implies that there's another quarterback coming into yes. the Titans at some point in the draft. Uh, Jeff says drafting JSN, getting help in the passing game. Best case is Stroud at three from Caleb. CJ Stroud being a Titan. Stroud from Eric Alonzo trade back to select Hendon Hooker. Hendon Hooker at 11 says Chris staying at 11 or trade back for major keys. Uh, let, best case scenario is another one here. CJ Stroud falls to the Titans at 11. That would be amazing. It would be amazing. I'm just not sure how realistic of a spot that is for him to uh, drop 10 spots and have nobody trade up in front of the Titans to go get him. Trading for Trey Lance. The first Trey Lance mentioned we have from Jamal here. Uh, says that would be his case, best case scenario. Uh, give me uh, JMS. That's John Michael Schmitz, I believe. He says he wants him at center. At 11 or a trade back, that'll be interesting. If not Stroud, then either Skaronsky or Zay Flowers, says Nick. Stroud or Richardson, even better if we don't give up so much for it. Uh, the last CJ worked out, so CJ. Uh, Paris Johnson Jr. says Billy. Mm. First Paris Johnson Jr. mentioned that we have had who uh, has rising draft stock and may or may not still be on, on the board when the Titans pick at 11. Trade down to get more picks, says uh, Harry. We have, see, uh, let's see, best case scenario is Tannehill gone, like you said, from Nate's burner. Bryce Young at number three from Denise. So uh, Denise is really uh, kind of like crossing her fingers and Crossing the T's dotting. I mean, that would be Bryce Young is available at three. Yeah. I don't see it. Look, Bryce Young, I don't think gets past the Houston Texans uh, if he doesn't go number one. But anyway, so, so Sam, that's the weird thing. If the Texans aren't going to take a quarterback, they might if it's Bryce Young that's still available, which kind of throws everything off. Ramon says a tackle at 11. Uh, We have JSN or Hyatt, and I'll be happy trading back, build the line, and get a wide receiver. Um, a lot of options here. So uh, Austin, what to you is your best case scenario for so, what could happen? My best case scenario is trading back. I think that's the right move for the Tennessee Titans. And look, I mean, I, I'll show the graphic again. We know all, everybody watching here knows the Titans like the back of their hand. And they know that six picks is not nearly enough to help fill out this roster. That's got a really tight salary cap situation. And so I think trading back is my best case scenario for the Titans. That's trading back, not to get out of the first round, stay in the first round, move back to like the late teens, you know, maybe like 16 with Washington is, is a good, you know, spot to move back to on the early end, 
but also trade back maybe in the 20s, grab an extra second or third round pick or two, grab another day three pick or two, see whatever that looks like. Because you, I still think you can get Hendon Hooker, you could get a wide receiver, you could get a Darnell Wright offensive lineman in that late teens to early 20s trade back and then acquire more picks to go get other uh, players to fill your roster out. So I say my best case scenario, trade back from 11, gain a couple other picks, and then start to fill out your roster that way. I don't think trading up for a quarterback and then going from six picks to probably four picks is the is the best case scenario. The quarterback is important, right? But I say trade back. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, the six picks to four picks is a very interesting point. Uh, and like you mentioned, trading back allows you to draft potentially a position of need without having to reach for that person at 11. It's a point that Rand Carthon talked about in his press conference on Monday uh, when we asked him about that. Like, hey, how do you balance, you know, drafting what you need at 11 and, and like the position group that you want, but also looking at, hey, this person might be available later or there might be other players comparable that are going to be available later on. And uh, he just said it was something to be mindful of, of like knowing that while you want your pick to be at a position of need and you want the best player available to be at a position of need, that's not always the case. And so if you're committed to taking, say, an offensive lineman or a wide receiver and you look up and you say, well, Paris Johnson Jr. is gone. Would I rather have, you know, Broderick Jones at 11 or try and trade back to 17 and take one there? The Titans seem open to the idea of we're not going to reach on a position of need unless it's a few players that we've kind of picked out like from the start. I think it's a smart strategy too. Yeah. Right? You tunnel on a few players. You say, well, obviously I mean, if CJ Stroud falls, we take him. Maybe they think if Anthony Richardson or Will Levis fall, we'll take them at 11. Uh, if Paris Johnson Jr. is still there, we'll take him. But if none of those guys are sitting there, that's the scenario in which we trade back uh, and find somebody. But um, they they do need to find a way, I think, to add additional picks in this draft, whether that's in the first round with trading assets later on or trading trading down yeah. later on. You have to have more than like six picks and then a trade up four picks is not nearly good enough. And I also think this too, because if there are six picks right now, Sam, and you use one of those six on the quarterback – that we think probably won't be a starter, then now you've got five rookie class members that's going to help you right now. If yeah. you trade up for a quarterback and now you've got maybe three or four rookies drafted that are going to help on you. So you need to really hit on those other picks. And, you know, I see a lot of people, I, I said the best case scenario trading back could involve Hendon Hooker. It doesn't have to, it could, but what does that do? If you draft Hinton Hooker in the tw early 20s or late teens, then you gain an extra second round pick. Maybe you go wide receiver O-line combo in that second round. And then maybe you double down on one of those positions, wide receiver O-line in the third round, right? So now you got Hinton Hooker, two wide receivers and an O-lineman or Hinton Hooker, two O-linemen and a wide receiver. And now you're, you're getting guys that, you know, the blue players, right? That you can help. Well, listen, I have um, my... I think that for all of my people out there that are saying Jackson Smith and Jigba at 11, 
the trade down scenario is one that I would encourage you to consider because if you want Jackson Smith and Jigba at 11, how would you feel about Jordan Addison at 17 with, you know, an additional second round pick? Like, I mean, that, that is part of like this equation here of how, how much better than the rest of the field is the player that you would be taking at 11 versus the guy that you can get later on. So, I mean, if Zay Flowers is wide receiver two off the board and it's going to be JSN, then Flowers, like there's a good chance Jordan Addison, who I think won't ever be a number one, but is going to be a very good receiver in the NFL for a long time. Uh, Then you potentially can add that weapon to your offense, get some immediate impact from there. And uh, trade into the second round or trade into the third round and add another pick for Friday night that we then do what you said of filling another hole and finding another uh, position of need. Austin, here is my before you before you go into your best case scenario, I I do want to remind everybody because you mentioned may maybe you get another pick for Friday night. I do want to remind everybody what we talked about at the top of the show 20 minutes ago. The audience has grown and changed, I'm sure. But we will be live tonight. That's Thursday night for the first round of the NFL draft. So set your clocks for 7 10 uh, Central Time. That is the, uh, oh, we will go live right as the Carolina Panthers pick is announced to get ready for a potential trade up by the Titans. And then we will be live Friday night as well for second and third round picks. So make sure that you've got your Facebook, your YouTube, your Twitch notifications on. You're following us. You like the video. You're subscribed uh, because we're going to have a ton of content this weekend, but live tonight and uh, Friday night. So Sam, now hit us with your best case scenario uh, tonight for the first round. Melissa, I think the Titans are in a position that is unique to their organization and one that they probably hope they're not in too many more times, picking at 11 in a draft with this many QBs at the top of the draft. And I think getting involved in the quarterback pool is in the best interest of the Titans and is their best case scenario. Now, what is the best case scenario? I think it is the Houston Texans take a defensive player at number two. That allows the Titans to explore trade-up options to number three for ACJ Stroud or Anthony Richardson or whoever else is available. It also, in my opinion, Austin, probably makes one of these QBs drop at least to six or seven overall. And then there's a scenario where you can trade to go get that quarterback and not give up too much or sit at 11 and maybe have somebody fall into your lap there. So it all starts with Houston at number two, which we will react to live later in our live draft special. Mm -hmm. But I think best case scenario for the Titans is Houston does not select a quarterback. And I think that means the Titans probably have more options where quarterback is concerned, which is ultimately where I think they should go. Interesting. Okay. Um, I don't, I mean, yeah, I, I, I think that's, <clears throat> I'm curious to see what the Houston Texans end up doing. That, that's going to be a big time, um, you know, pendulum swing with this draft tonight. I mean, think about like, so Houston goes defense at two. I'm, I, we've talked, you know, at nauseum about, right, moving up to three, potentially going after CJ Stroud, potentially going after Anthony Richardson and a trade up with Arizona. I don't know what Indianapolis does at four. They probably react accordingly. And I think they have a guy out of Levis or Richardson that they, you know, like over the other one. And we're just not clear on who that is yet. But I don't think Seattle takes a quarterback at five. I don't think Detroit takes a quarterback at six. I think you're safe on Vegas and Atlanta and Chicago and Philly 
So unless somebody's trading up in front of you to go and get one of those guys, which, you know, is possible, there is a very real world where the Titans are in a much better spot to go trade for that quarterback, but they're not giving up, you know, two picks this year and a first rounder next year. They're not giving up a King's ransom to move up because there's more options on the board and more guys that are dropping later into the draft. All right, so that is Sam's best-case scenario. My best-case scenario was to trade back and acquire more picks, maybe uh, pick up Hendon Hooker in the late teens or early 20s, and then go wide receiver O-line heavy on day two. I did see somebody comment uh, that asked, like, does that mean that Hendon Hooker's injury is no big deal? So I I did want to bring that up, Sam, because you and I talked to Dr. Scott Arthur of the Bone and Joint Institute on Monday about Hendon Hooker and his ACL. And I'm going to read a quote from Dr. Arthur on that real quick before we uh, continue with our, our Titans conversation. He said, there's a pretty good study in the NFL that looked at a return to play at the same or higher level in duration of career after ACLs and quarterbacks were the most successful by far. So that's, I think that's pretty obvious. If you, you know, the quarterback position, you know what an ACL is, is that, Quarterbacks have the, the easiest time returning or get, and getting better than uh, any other position because they rely less and less on uh, on those type of on those type of movements. Right, they're not as reactive uh, right there too. So uh, A to Z Sports here live uh, on this Thursday. Sam, what you got for that? Well, I mean, Hendon Hooker, uh, as we mentioned, right. I, his timetable for recovery sometime in between the start of training camp and the start of the regular season, or potentially a few weeks into it, you really don't know this early where he's going to be come August or come July. Um, And and so that was part of the thing that we talked about with Dr. Scott Arthur was like, well, is it too early to predict? And uh, I think the consensus that you and I have settled on is that the best case scenario for Hendon Hooker is he winds up with a team that has a veteran quarterback already in place that can start for the first year or at least the beginning portion of the first year until he's fully healthy and ready. Another thing you brought up on that show was, well, how often do we see quarterbacks or just athletes in general talk about how much different and better they feel in year two of the recovery compared to year one? I mean, Taylor Dewan kept talking about that, you know, recovering from his ACL is like, well, last year I was healthy, quote unquote, but things didn't feel great. It this was like a I'm... constant maintenance situation. you know? Right. And then this, he's like year two. Now I feel like myself again, and I feel strong and back to normal. So if Hendon Hooker is able to be in a situation like Tampa Bay, like Tennessee, one of these teams that has a plugged in starter for one year, ready to go, with the option to then take over next year, I think that's a good spot for him. I think, and, and I mean, Sam, you can say the same exact damn thing about you know Hinton Hooker slash Will Levis slash Anthony Richardson need to go to a, a a team that's got a veteran quarterback, right? Like you know those guys. The best case scenario for those three quarterbacks are to not start in twenty twenty three, and you know that's kind of that situation overall. And you know again, Pete, I, I see. Uh, where did where did the comment go, Mister? Uh, no, somebody made me laugh. I think it was Orlando. Said that I got my 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 Vols orange uh, pit viper glasses on uh, this morning. I don't. Uh, I I I just a part of it, right? Like Hinton Hooker could be an option of trading back for the Titans. It doesn't have to be. That was just a uh, a, a a scenario for my best case of trade back. 
Well, hey, I talked to Rand Carthon about Hendon Hooker and about Tennessee's offense uh, during and after the press conference from St. Thomas Sports Park on Monday. And I, I thought his insight on it was really interesting, too, on like how wow. does Tennessee's offense translate to the NFL? One of the things he pointed out for Hooker is that um, a lot of what Hooker does in that offense is read and react like he has a designated read of like this is where the football is going to go. I'm throwing Jalen Hyatt here but he doesn't know where his receiver is going to break. And so he has to react to what his wide receiver is doing. Um, and so it, it, he does showcase while he might not be in the same scheme as a lot of NFL offenses are, which a lot of people like to point to as a red flag for really any of these Tennessee players. He does show the ability to make quick reads and make good throws accordingly and to kind of pick apart a defense based on what his wide receivers do. So that shows, you know, at least some level of quick processing. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I think what the NFL thinks of him and how they felt about his health after getting their hands on him in top 30 visits will be really, really interesting. <clears throat> I think he goes tonight, personally. Uh, I, yeah. So we'll see where that is, but I think Hennon Hooker's off the board. Yeah, uh, Jeff Rubel says, Austin Hooker going first round is a Vol Hilmer take. Well, Sam, who is from the state of Illinois, uh, also thinks that Hinden Hooker is, is going to go tonight in the first round. That's not a Vol take whatsoever. Uh, that's just kind of how that's trending. And so, I, look, I'm laughing. And look, everybody call me a Vol Homer. That's fine. Uh, I do I do like Hinden Hooker quite a bit. I think he's got a lot. But that's not the whole point of today's show. Sam, it is now time for our official predictions. Because on Monday... Jim Wyatt of the Tennessee Titans sends out a text to all the local media members and says, who's your prediction for the mock draft or who's your prediction for the Titans in the first round? And we all have to be like, Oh crap. Can we give you like the answer? Can you give me three hours? Can you give me yeah. a day to think about it? And it's a stressful thing. Cause Jim's going to put it on Tennessee Titans.com and throw it out there for all of everybody to read. So we will tell you our official predictions for the Titans in the first round that we texted to Jimmy. Uh, and we also want yours. So the official predictions, what do you think the Titans do tonight in the first round of the NFL draft? What do you think the Titans do tonight in the first round of the draft? But Sam, tell everybody about Wilson County Hyundai. Wilson County Hyundai, you he you need to make them a part of your new car buying experience at WilsonCountyHyundai.com or out in Lebanon. Wilson County Hyundai is the place to go for your new ride. You can get 0% APR for 48 months on 2023 Sonata, Santa Fe's, or Tucson's. Payne Bone and his team at Wilson County Hyundai are more than happy to guide you through the financing process, assisting with buying or trading in a vehicle. Best part about it is you can forget those downtown Nashville prices because they're out in Lebanon. You're not getting gouged like you would be if you were heading somewhere down in Nashville. Uh, you can head to Lebanon and see our friends. Make them a part of your car buying process at WilsonCountyHyundai.com. Also, with the BetMGM app, uh, you can win big with our code ATOZ Sports. That's ATOZ Sports for your first bet offer. What that means is you download the app, you sign up with our code ATOZ Sports, then you make your first deposit and your first bet go big with it because it's okay if you miss it. Because if you miss it, you get up to $1,000 back in bonus bets to give uh, more shots at it to build your bankroll. If you win big with that first big bet, then you get to you know go swim in those coins uh, like you know like Mr. Duck over there. So check them out, BetMGM, code ATOZ Sports. Sam, I will say, I did a little bit of uh, hedging last night. So... During the uh, Memphis game, it was mid-fourth quarter. I took the live under, and I won 
20, I won 20 bucks on it. Right. But go. then I took, I took that 20 bucks and I put $10 on, uh, on Tyree Wilson to go number two overall and $10 on, uh, Will Anderson to go number two overall to guarantee, my, guarantee myself a little profit on that, uh, second overall pick. So uh, you know, if they go there at number two overall, I mean, they could still take a quarterback. I know, but I, but Hey, I, if I want to CJ Stroud was plus 600 uh, at bed MGM to go number two overall. But I, I went with those two guys cause I feel defense might be it, but we'll see what happens. I, anyway, right. I won the under bet. So I'm, I'm washed at the worst case scenario there. So, okay, Sam, uh, I'll send you to the chat because the question we're asking now what do you think the Titans do tonight in the first round of the NFL draft? We'll get to you guys on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Then I'll go with what uh, Sam and I texted Jim Wyatt. All right. Uh, we have Michael saying Stroud at three. Steven says it's a move back. Uh, Taylor says Stroud falls to us at 11. Uh, Steven says the Titans trade 1141 and next year's first round pick to the Arizona Cardinals and draft CJ Stroud. We have G Reyes says, Skaronsky, Ed says Jackson Smith and Jigba. Uh, Brad says trade back, get additional picks, then pick Darnell Wright or Broderick Jones in the first round. Um, he's Denise says I'm from Texas, so Bijan Robinson at 11. That would oh. put the fan base in. That, that and then we will talk Friday. about a Derrick Henry trade on Friday. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that is what we will do. Um, trade up to three to pick CJ Stroud, says Matt Drew. I'm going Richardson at 11, says Mr. Cloud. CJ Stroud says Carl Washington. Uh, let's see. We've got uh, Stroud at 11 from Thomas. We've got uh, incoming trade on a player. Stroud at three from Caleb. Titans are taking Hendon Hooker, says Mr. Jones. Skaronsky slash Paris Johnson Jr. from Stephen King. Uh, let's see. We JSN at 11 from big 10, Jeff, uh, no surprise there. The big 10 Jeff is still, uh, Good. conducting the JSN to Tennessee train, but Jeff's got three Ohio state options to go to the Titans. And, uh, he has been consistent with, uh, JSN right there. Okay, Sam. So Monday when Jimmy texted me, I, it was right before the Rand Carthon presser. I was like, I need to wait and see if I pick up anything from the Rand presser, which I did not. It did not change what I was going to text Jim. Uh, but I, I, I texted Jim Wyatt and I said, Will Levis at 11. I had a dream about it Saturday night. And I, did. <laughs> I did. Saturday night, I woke up Sunday morning and I was like, I dreamed that Will Levis was available at 11 and the Titans took him. And I was like, I don't think I like it, but that's, I don't control that. That's, that's what happened overnight in my brain. And I dreamed that the Titans went with Kentucky quarterback, Will Levis at 11 overall, he fell and the Titans scooped him up and he was the quarterback of the future. And then Jim said, some people might call that a nightmare. <laughs> I said, uh, I agree. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, so that's how, you know, uh, where I went, but that is, uh, and look, Devin says, uh, that's a nightmare. And then I see Jared saying that's a nightmare. Carl says that's a nightmare. So we're getting all the nightmares coming in right there. But, but yeah, that, I mean, that's what I texted Jim. I was like, I dreamt about it. I at least have that to, you know, to, to justify my pick of Will Levis at 11. Yeah. Don't second guess your subconscious, right? You, you, you know, something in your brain was telling you this is going to happen. Make sure you, uh, Make sure this is what you text Jimmy on Monday and you did it. I've seen that quite a bit, actually, that people are kind of, uh, you know, Zach has Anthony Richardson 11. You you have Will Levis at 11 going with another quarterback. Um, you're not happy about that, I presume? I, if that's no, 
I, I don't think I would like that. So just to go through the analysis before we get to yours, Sam, look, Will Levis at 11, I, I think I can buy and understand the value of taking him at 11 and not having to trade any other assets, but I still, and again, I didn't dream what the board was. I just dreamed that the Titans picked Will Levis at 11. That was it. There were no other details uh, in that, but you know, I, I look at, I look at what it just doesn't seem like a very confident, positive look into the future, right? Like Will Levis at 11 has some type of stink on it of like, ah, I mean, the next five years is really going to be Will Levis. Like they're going to open up that new stadium and Will Levis is going to be the starter. That That's kind of how I Maybe. felt about I, all of it, right? Yeah. Look at, you know, if they draft Will Levis, he better be the damn starter when they open that stadium. Yeah. I mean, that'd be the fifth year option, right? So if yeah. you, you pick up the fifth year option, that whoever your first round pick is this year, it's going to open up that new stadium. So, um, yeah, Will Levis at 11. I mean, I don't, you read the A to Z sports mock draft. I was kind of like feeling like GM of the year, the way I traded down to number 17 and had Will Levis sitting, falling into my lap over there. So, yeah, you can't predict the board. Um, and like, so do you think they would go, you think they'd go with Levis at 11 then instead of like trading back from that spot? Yeah, I, I, I feel like if they don't move up, you know, in this scenario, right, you, you imagine that uh, Bryce Young goes, Stroud goes, they, they don't have an opportunity to trade up. Maybe Anthony Richardson gets scooped and somebody trades up ahead of the Titans to get Anthony Richardson. And Will Levis would be the fourth quarterback. That's how I feel like I I break this down. If the Titans take Will Levis at 11, he's probably the fourth quarterback drafted. And at least they don't have to trade away draft picks and future assets to, uh, to go get him. So that that's kind of where I was at on it. I, you know, I don't like it, but at least there's quarterback situations, you know, that probably allows Tannehill to stick around uh, another year. Uh, for Will Levis to one, I think Will Levis needs to get healthy. And so I think a year of Will Levis not taking a bunch of snaps and not taking a beating would be a good thing. I know some people in the NFL who basically redshirted their rookie year and it made their career better and last longer because college, you take a beating, you don't know how to treat your body. You don't have the resources to, to recover like you do in the NFL taking that year to really get healthy and improve would be big. And so that, that's what I think they would need to do if that were the case. So yeah, that was my prediction to Jim Wyatt, Will Levis at 11. It's interesting because uh, I, I guess in that scenario, right? Arizona stays put at three. Uh, I think it has to, would have to be the case because Indy's going to take a quarterback and I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. If you had like a quarterback falling, Atlanta, Chicago, one of those teams can trade down um, and have somebody jump up to go and get the guy. If Anthony Richardson or Will Levis or somebody was, you know, floating, which is why I think the idea of like, all right, CJ Stroud's going to fall to the Titans at 11 is unconscionable for me. I mean, like if, if he doesn't go three or even four, someone's going to make a move to go get him. Now, maybe it is the Titans, right? That if this guy's available at six, then you start looking at a trade up to go and get your guy. But yeah, I mean, he's not falling out of the top 10. 
you think so i i guess you think one quarterback falls out of the top 10 it will be will levis that's the last off the board and right at like that 11 mark is a good spot yeah i think i think all four of them go in the top 10 okay that's fair a to z sports here live on this thursday so i sent jim wyatt will levis at 11 quarterback out of kentucky we'll find out what sam uh, predicted for the Titans in the first round. If you haven't gotten your Zen official predictions, what do you think the Titans do tonight in the first round of the NFL draft? We'll get Sam's here in a second. But first, let me tell you guys about Aura, our new sponsor. Guys, listen to this. Everybody hates when your phone rings and it's a potential spam, or maybe it doesn't say potential spam and you pick it up and it is spam. You don't want robocallers. None of us do. Well, Aura can help you uh, be safe online and Aura found 30 data brokers who had my information and already removed my info from all but one. That's 29 out of the 30 so far because data brokers, they're the ones who profit by selling your information to robocallers, telemarketers, spammers, and anyone else that wants info about you online. Our sponsor Aura will identify those data brokers who are exposing your info and automatically submit opt-out requests on your behalf even junk mail, like the mailbox junk mail and telemarketing lists from your email or services also feature a VPN password manager uh, and a lot more all in one app. So check out the Aura app and do this today. If you sign up using our code aura.com slash ATOZ, that's aura.com slash ATOZ. You get two free weeks. I just pasted that link right there in the chat for you guys. Click that link, sign up, Two free weeks. Get those data brokers out of your life with Aura.com slash ATOZ. Today's show is powered by BetMGM, the king of sports books. You see the bonus code at the bottom of your screen there, ATOZ Sports. You sign up with that code and you get a first bet offer where you can get up to $1,000 back in bonus bets. If your first bet doesn't win, if you've got a pick or a prediction, if you want your prediction, like Austin and I are giving for the Titans draft pick to turn into some money, maybe drop it on BetMGM uh, and place an NFL prop bet on either a player, where they're going to go, where a team is going to go, um, and do so with that sign-up code. So use the code ATOZ Sports, and if your bet doesn't hit, uh, no worries. You get that money back up to $1,000 in bonus bets uh, with, a, uh, with BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. All right, Sam, what you got? What did you text Jim Wyatt for 11th overall or for the first round pick for the Titans? What did you send him? Well, I got to tell you, too, I didn't take a day. I took about 10 minutes. And I said, because <laughs> uh, this has been what I've been feeling for quite some time. And uh, while I think your scenario is more likely than Zach's, okay. I will say your, uh, I think Levis is more likely than Anthony Richardson. I think we're going to be sitting here in OT minus 12 hours with CJ Stroud as a Tennessee Titan. Okay. I think this is Mike Vrabel's guy, and I think he will do what it takes to get him. He is aware of how good you need your quarterback to play in today's NFL, especially in the AFC. I don't think Houston goes with a quarterback at two. I mean, what'd you say? Plus 600 for Stroud to be like the number two overall plus, pick right now. Yeah, Stroud is plus 600 to be second overall, not to the Texans, just second overall. Yeah. Oh, so <clears throat> I think he will be there at three. I think the Titans do give up the picks necessary to go get him and that they get their franchise quarterback. I, I think they want a quarterback for ran to build this thing around for this next era of Titans football to have in place. 
you have all this money coming off the books next off season with a lot of the expiring contracts that are going to, uh, you know, no longer be with the Titans. And if you can have that much money and the draft picks while also saying, all right, well, we have our next guy. You're in a really good spot as a team to kind of restart this thing and kickstart it with under Rand Carthon's image. So I think CJ Stroud is their guy. What did we hear from Rand? when he first got to the podium as Titans general manager about what he likes in a quarterback, he likes pocket presence and poise. He likes anticipatory throwing and he likes accuracy. Those are three things that CJ Stroud does better than just about everybody in the draft class. He's been my number one quarterback. I've been worried about Bryce Young's size. CJ Stroud has been my number one QB and I think he's a Tennessee Titan tonight. All right. You think he's a Titan. So you think he get? You think it's a trade up? You just said trade up. You I just said CJ Stroud, right? When you texted Jimmy, you just said CJ. No, I said CJ Stroud after a trade with Arizona to go get three. All right, okay. I, I think I, the Monty Allison Fort connection, the dots connect for me, and uh, this another thing, right? We didn't even talk about this nearly enough. Why did the Titans not bring CJ Stroud in for a visit, a top thirty visit? Well, the purpose of these top 30 visits, at least in Rand's eyes, right? Rand's perspective of why he was bringing these QBs in was, well, I want to get my hands on them, see them in front of me and really get a feel for who they are as a person. It's like he said, I've gotten to go to, I believe it was Alabama and Ohio State, you know, because of my job with the Niners. I never went to Kentucky or Florida or Tennessee. So I didn't see some of these quarterbacks in person and get to meet with them. So I want to both see them in person and then get a feel for who they are as a human. He said, I wasn't worried about Brock Purdy's S2 score. When we drafted Brock Purdy, I knew the person that Brock was. And that's what has attributed to like his success in the NFL as a rookie. So why didn't the Titans bring in CJ Stroud? Well, he said Mike Vrabel and Tim Kelly have already spent a lot of time with CJ. They feel good about him as a person. Not a concern. Not a worry. We don't need to see CJ. We know who he is. CJ Stroud said yesterday, told Jim Wyatt, Mike Vrabel's been checking up on me since last year's pro day. Mm. Like this is a guy that Mike Vrabel has looked into for over a calendar year now. And we know his relationship with Ryan Day in the Ohio State program. I think this is their guy. Yeah, I mean, uh, Mike Vrabel did try to hire Ryan Day as his offensive coordinator after Matt LaFleur left to be the Packers head coach. Uh, but he was like, ah, I feel like Urban Myers could probably gonna do something stupid and then have to leave Ohio State so I can be the Ohio State head coach and go to the college football playoff, which, you know, that's what Ryan Day did. Um, so, yeah, it'll be interesting. Um, it'll be interesting for sure. Real quick. Want to get a super chat in here from Kane, put some lunch money in the, in the box. He says, if you put Levis in the same situation as Malik last season, is this team better? If not, why pick him? Well, I, I do think Will Levis would have done better than Malik Willis. Would the, would the scoreboard have been the same at the end of the game? Would it have been, would it have changed the win loss column in the games that Malik played? I, I think the tech, I think the Titans probably could have beaten the Texans on Christmas Eve when it was four degrees and half the city didn't have power. If Will Levis was there to throw football, like I mean, Malik it, just couldn't <laughs> throw a football consistently and make throws. Is I mean, it's hard, right? I, I mean, all of this is predictive where you're trying to, you know, pinpoint who is going to translate and who is not. And we've seen guys like Zach Wilson, who, you know, if you would ask me before Zach Wilson got drafted, if you like, 
So let's say Zach Wilson out of BYU is in this draft class. And you ask me, well, is Zach Wilson on this team better than Malik Willis on this team? I would have been like, oh, heck yeah, he is. I don't think I feel that way anymore, right? He looks overwhelmed at the NFL. Yeah, but, I, oh, like, but but Zach Wilson can still like throw touchdown passes. True. I mean, it is also important to keep in mind. Malik Willis was a third round pick. Like he wasn't right. a first round pick. So right. I mean, like, so he shouldn't be graded level. Yeah. Um, yeah, I agree. So Will Levis, I mean, it's predictive, but I mean, you at least feel good about the upside of his arm talent, which is why you would pick him. So to answer the question of why you would pick him this high, because the ceiling is Josh Allen. The physical, the physical body is Josh Allen. The arm strength is Josh Allen. It takes a lot to get him from where he is now to Josh Allen. But if you're a team that feels like you can develop him as a quarterback and that he has it in him, it might be worth the gamble. All right, A to Z Sports here live on this Thursday. We've got one more segment coming up uh, here to wrap up before we get to what we've got for live coverage tonight. But first, the Bone and Joint Institute, they can take care of you whenever you get injured. Go check them out, boneandjointtn.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. Over a dozen specialists there at Bone and Joint Institute who can help you with any type of injury and whatever you might need from that injury. If you need surgery, unfortunately, they can take care of you. If you don't need surgery, awesome. They can help you uh, rehab that injury to get back to what your life needs to be. So check them out right there in Franklin at a beautiful facility, boneandjointtn.org. You can make every play and every game mean that much more with our friends at BetMGM. You can receive up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win using code ATOZ Sports. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, daily boosted odds specials, player props, and so much more. With BetMGM at your fingertips, uh, you can find out why they are the king of sports books with that first bet offer. Up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if the first bet doesn't win. Visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. Tennessee only new customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Bonus bets expire seven days from issuance. Rewards issues now with trouble bonus bets. For problem gambling support, call the Tennessee Red Line at 800-889-9789. Magic. Bucket time magic on bucket. the draft. Sam, you have the magic bucket, yeah, right? Let me go. I, it's like sitting over here. Give me okay. like 20 seconds to go. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was because I, I looked down to where I keep the magic bucket. And I was like, uh oh, I don't have I look, down, I look down too. And then the magic bucket's like over on the other side of the desk. We got it though. We got it. We got here the we magic go. bucket. It, at least uh, I was a little bit freak out mode, but it would have been okay if they're like, oh no, oh no, we misplaced the bucket. Oops. Yeah. Who uh, draft it's a special. shame. No magic bucket for a draft. <laughs> All right, Sam, uh, we got a big audience for the Magic Bucket, so we'll see if we have to do something stupid. This, uh, hopefully, it's not too bad, but yeah, this group, you or, you or me, here we go. Uh, this is, I'll take this one. This is me, me first. All right. I'm trying to find one of these small ones in here. I feel like they, they never get picked because they, they're they little itty bitty. Oh, my goodness. True. Here we go. Oh, come on. You can do this easy. Wear glasses on tomorrow's show. That's fine. Probably need I'm to like, anyway. I was like, I was like, you wear glasses half the time. <laughs> this is not, this is, well, that's boring. Ugh. All right, here we go. Here's my bet for the magic bucket. I think Austin's frozen here. So here we go. Let me guys know in the chat if Austin's frozen here or not. I don't know what's going on with him right now. Here we go. 
This will be for me. Oh, no. Wear Derrick Henry eye black for a show. Yeah, th this is a perfect freeze. <laughs> Somebody screenshot this and, and uh, send it to us on Twitter because this is going to be hilarious. Austin is uh, frozen, says his power went out. He just texted me. Um, so, yeah, here we go. We are going to – let's see what we can do here. Okay, here we go. Whatever. I, I'm sitting half right now, but, you know, who cares? Here we, I got to remove the – let's remove this thing here. There we go. All right, here you go. Wear Derrick Henry eyeshadow for a show. Should I do this tomorrow or should I do this on Monday? Because uh, I, I'm not sure I'm going to have time to go get this tomorrow. So I think Monday I will do the Derrick Henry. And this is going to be full screen Derrick. So this is like – a big like down the cheeks. Am I right? This is gonna channel my baseball days here. Where Derek Henry eyeshadow. I you guys are saying tomorrow or tonight. I can't do it tonight. I cannot do it tonight because we have the draft. Uh oh. Uh oh. He's back. I'm back and I'm dark and ominous. The power went out and Austin is back. You uh you should have seen your face, Austin. You froze with a big old smile on your face. It was oh. like it was like a probably screenshot worthy you missed it i got where derrick henry eye black for a show okay derrick henry eye black well I, so I'm the chat is wanting me to do that tonight that's not gonna happen tonight um <laughs> right i mean i can't do yeah i can't do it on the draft no tonight. don't you can do it tomorrow morning you do it tomorrow morning that that works i will have to go get eye black to go do it tomorrow um morning. Once upon a time, I had some, but I, that was probably several years ago. Um, we'll see. If I can get some, I'll do it tomorrow morning. If not, Monday, I will have the eye black, uh, and we will we will get that going. Um, so, yeah, you're going to wear glasses, which is no big deal, and I'm going to be looking like I'm, you know, playing left field for, you know, like I'm – is that down the cheek, right? Or is it like, where's like the, it's a, I think it's the cross. So we'll have to, you'll have oh, to, okay. you, yeah, you'll, you'll have to uh, research that one. So, um, yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, I'm using my phone flashlight and my phone hotspot to wrap you look up great. the show. No, thank you. I, I appreciate it. It looks pro probably scary, uh, with this situation, but Hey, uh, we appreciate it. And thank goodness that the, the hotspot for the phone was able to, to capture this. And it happened in like the 50, fifth minute of the show uh but we are going to have a fantastic night tonight hopefully the power's back on it absolutely should be uh but we'll be live tonight for the nfl draft in the first round so check us out right around 7 10 7 o'clock central time tonight for the first round of the draft reacting live to whatever the titans do so make sure you like the show before you go we'd appreciate that as always and we'll see you guys later on tonight appreciate it as always